Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Hi, I'm Angela Parrott with LoveGuyGreatly.com, and you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth. Today's topic is digging deep into the Word. When I was a little girl, I was privileged to be raised in a home where God was everything. Following Jesus was a daily excursion, and our little church building, located on a street corner of a small southwest Iowa town, was a second home to me. Because my parents were part of a church plant, we purchased, the congregation purchased, a big old 1940s home and used it for the church. I remember how lovely the building was with its big wraparound porch, its huge ceilings and fabulous woodwork, stained glass windows, and the room where we had our services was gigantic with big, heavy oak sliding doors and an old upright piano in the corner. I was 12 and played the hymns for each service, but nothing made my heart more happy than when my daddy would get up to read scripture for the pastor. I loved to hear God's word being read by his expressive, booming voice. At home, my mother and father were exactly who they were in that big old sanctuary. I would wake up for school diving into a big old cinnamon roll and gulping my glass of milk while I watched my mom at the big kitchen table reading her Bible. On Wednesday nights, Daddy would get home from the college early. He'd pour over his Bible and prepare to yet teach another class a Bible study. And I would get my children's Bible ready to deliver a class to the kids in the group. Our home was Bible study central. My days were filled with memorizing scripture and putting it out there to encourage people, myself included, at any given moment. And at times I moaned and groaned as we would study hard passages, but I kept on learning and growing. God's word was always important to me, but it became more important when I was 35 years old and traveled to Poland on a mission trip. While there, we traveled to six different smaller congregations and delivered music and message to each one, but something changed inside my heart and my mind when I heard the pastors talk about how they were finally experiencing a let-up in the persecution they had endured. I was very puzzled. One pastor told us about how they had hid Bibles, had people over under false pretenses just to study the Bible together had secret couriers who would let them know if the police were close, and he told us how they never met in the same place at the same time for fear of being caught. While most of them had been caught, their Bibles were taken from them and discarded, and they spent days in jail for possession of Bibles and preaching God's Word. Every day that we live in America, we experience the blessing of freedom of religion, We can worship God, read our Bibles, quote our scriptures, and talk about how Jesus died to save us. But in many countries, Christians are being killed. Bibles are being burned, and there's no freedom at all. During that visit to Poland, I questioned myself. How much scripture did I really know? How deep was I digging into God's word? And how many times did I tell myself, yeah, yeah, I'll read that later. I'll study that passage another time. Well, listeners, God's Word is a living tool. Scripture says it never comes back null and void. Hebrews 4.12 states, For the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. 
It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Alive, active. We have a chance to know God at a deeper level when we read His Word and spend time with Him in prayer. Today's world offers many more opportunities to get into the Word of God, more than just sitting down and reading the old King James Version. We hear it on Sundays from our pastor or our priest, or we have it resting quietly on the bookshelf. But today, there are new methods of reading God's Word. Why, I just ordered yesterday the NIV Complete Listener's Bible for $53 on CDs. Isn't that fabulous? I can throw it in. Listen to it while I'm driving. But another wonderful way to study God's Word is through participating in an online Bible study. Joining me in the studio today to discuss this topic is author, speaker, and founder of the online Bible study ministry, Love God Greatly, Angela Parrott. Angela is the co-author of the book, You Are Loved Bible Study, and the creator of the study technique known as SOAP. Welcome, Angela. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it. Oh, I'm excited you're here with me. Angela, the only thing that I wish is that we were having some iced tea together somewhere between Dallas and Minneapolis. How about that? (laughs) Oh, I would love that. (laughs) Yes. So, Angela, let's start in on this fabulous topic about God's Word and your ministry and online Bible studies. So what led you to create your ministry, Love God Greatly, and how did you get started on this journey of leading 20,000 women, and I don't know if that's the right number, but that's what I saw online in the United States to online Bible studies. Oh, well, really, it just kind of came out of a, just a need in my own life. Um, my girls at the time were uh, four and three, and, you know, I was just having a hard time getting in God's Word and just being in Bible study. You know, I would go to church, and it seems like every, every time, you know, I was ready to go to church for um, Bible study, one of my girls was sick, and I couldn't take them to the daycare there. And so I just really needed um, just some accountability in my life. I needed friends. Um, in my life to just, you know, keep encouraging each other um, to be in God's Word. And so really the ministry was just birthed out of just um, just a need that I had in my life um, to really just be in God's Word and just have some, some community and some friends around me. I know that that is so, so important because it's happened to me many times. And I love that about you that, you know, what God put in your heart that was valuable to you is what you used, you know, in return to create something for Him. So that's so encouraging. And actually, do you know a number of how many people are following your Bible studies online right now? You know, it we we estimate it's about twenty thousand. We're not quite sure. Um, our ministry is actually not only in the United States, but um, around the world in about seventy different countries. Um, last this last study with David, we launched um, eighteen different translations, and oh, so yeah. our ministry is. Obviously, you know, um, God's really growing in the United States, but He's also growing it um, around the world through all of our translations, because what we do is we write these Bible studies, and then we have them translated, and then we have them given away for free um, to all these different countries, because what happens is a lot of um, pastors, they don't have, you know, um, money for curriculum. They don't have money, especially for women's curriculum. And so we really try to come behind them and offer our resources to them for free to help um, their women get into God's and have resources in their own language. What an incredible blessing, Angela. Oh, I can see why God is really behind you in what you're doing. So you have a love for God's Word and a commitment to helping people dig deeper into Scripture to understand it at a more meaningful level 
And I love that about you. And you've created this technique that you utilize in your teaching called SOAP, S-O-A-P as in Paul. Tell our listeners what that stands for and what led you to create that. Yes. Well, um, the SOAP method is actually just a very simple way to dig into God's Word. Um, I can't take actual credit for it. I'm not exactly sure who created it, but it definitely is a method that we, um, we utilize. And basically what it is, the SOAP stands for Scripture. And so we have these uh, Bible reading plans. We just read Scripture, and we have certain verses throughout the week. And so we ask our women just to actually write Scripture out, because I feel like so many times nowadays we're so rushed, and we really don't have time to really slow down and write Scripture out and really meditate on it. And so that's really what we're trying to do with the SOAP method, is we actually slow down, we write the scripture out, so S stands for scripture, the O stands for um, observation, so let's really slow down and look at, the, at these verses, what actually is God talking about, um, what can we actually observe uh, through these verses, um, the A stands for application, okay, now that I've read God's word, I've studied it, I've looked at it, I've written it out, how can I apply what I'm reading um, to my life to make it personal, and then the P stands for prayer, basically just praying God's word. Um, back to him, and maybe there's something that he's revealed um, to me, you know, in my time with this word that I really need to either praise him for, or confess, or just um, just pray back to him. So it's a really simple method. It's a method that you know you can spend as long as you need to in it, or especially for busy moms and busy wives, um, you know, you can take you know anywhere from you know 10 minutes to as long as you'd like. So it's very easy, very flexible, but it really also just helps us to dig into God's word um, just a little bit more. So, Angela, the way that I know that this really works, that this technique works, is that my friend, Jennifer, who is a very busy mother that has three little kids um, and they're, yeah. you know, she's always on the run and she, you know, works. She called and said, yeah. oh, Kathy, you have to check out this whole fabulous online Bible study by Angela because she said, for me, it's really simple. The whole soap method, mm. the technique is really encouraging yeah. to me and um, she said it, it's working and it's helping me to really study God's word, to dig in and get it at a deeper level. And I think women today really are longing for that because we don't have a lot of time. You know, we don't have. Right. Um, and, and I think people put expectations on themselves that, you know, you have to sit down and read five chapters a night. And yes, people, yes. That, that's a real, you know, that's a scary thing and overwhelming and kind of a turnoff. So. I love that you've made it so simplistic through this technique. And as a mom of three now and a leader of a nonprofit, you must be incredibly busy. I mean, I know what it's like for me. What steps do you take to stay close to God and have a fresh word from God to lead others? Yes. Well, you know, I have to be honest with you. It is definitely a real struggle. I mean, you know, just... You know, just pouring myself out just in the ministry and then also just with my family. I really try to be um, God first, family second, ministry third. And so, um, I, you know, it's just, you know, again, going back to just just myself, not always just being in God's Word for the ministry, but really being in God's Word for myself. And just when I'm in God's Word and studying it, not always looking at it from a ministry lens, but from more of a personal lens, because that's how I get... Um, refreshed. But like you said, it is definitely, you know, I feel like I'm always having to challenge myself and, and just kind of keep those priorities of, okay, you know, God first, family second, career third, or ministry third, because at the end of the day, um, you know, I want the integrity of my life. I want, you know, how I'm raising my kids and how I'm loving my husband. I want that to be 
um, the legacy of my life. And so, um, but it definitely, like I said, it's, it's a struggle and, and everything, yes. but really just, you know, when I go to God's Word, just really going to it, um, just with a lens of what does He have for me today? What's right. the manna? What's the bread that He has for me today um, that I need? And you know what I find, Angela, and I don't know if you find this as well, but being the executive director of my ministry, Best Life Ministries, for me, I find that God does not honor if I put ministry first. I mean, if I'm working Mm -hmm. for God and I don't have time for God, he just doesn't bless me. The creativity faucet is shut off. The anointing is shut off. And so I have to Mm -hmm. remind myself, okay, God, I'm working for you and with you, but I have to spend quality time with you or I can't pour Mm -hmm. out to other people. So I love that you're thinking that and aware of that. And thank you for your, you know, realness and your authenticity, because I talk to a lot of people and they don't always say what you're saying, which, you know, is totally the truth. So on your website, lovegodgreatly.com, you have Mm -hmm. encouraging blogs that lead the reader through various Bible studies, such as Esther, Psalm 119, and Galatians. And now you guys have a brand new book that's coming out. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I would love to. Thank you. Um, We have a new book coming out this fall called You Are Forgiven, and it's basically um, the second book in a series. The first one we wrote a couple years ago um, called You Are Loved. I wrote it with Sally Clarkson, and that really just kind of came out of my own heart, also just out of... This. I went to my translators and I said, you know, what are, you, what, what are your women needing in your countries? And they were all saying, we need to know that we're loved. We need to know that God loves us. And so that was the first book. And then now the second one, You Are Forgiven. And it's just a really powerful book of just a powerful message, again, just to send not only to the United States but around the world of we are forgiven. And I think so many of us carry this burden um, around, and we need to we need to hear that truth. And again, with our with all of our Bible studies, we always go back to Scripture. And so, um, it's just going to be it's just, it's a neat book in the fact that it is a full book. We have eight chapters. At the end of every chapter, we have a testimony of other women who um, have testimonies of forgiveness. And then we always. Um, uh, it's also a combination of a journal, and we just have women dig into God's Word and in, into Scripture using the soap method um, and finding out for themselves, you know, what God says about forgiveness, how we are forgiven, but we are also need to forgive others. And I feel like so many times, you know, um, you know that, that element of forgiveness is so powerful in our lives. And I went to church um, a couple of Sundays ago, and my pastor was talking about forgiveness. And he was just talking about how, you know, when we choose not to forgive, first of all, we need to understand how much God has forgiven us. But in our lives, if we choose not to forgive, how that really does poison our lives and poison so many different areas um, of our life. And so if we really want to live full, free, loving lives, we have to talk about forgiveness. And so I'm just really praying that um, just throughout the world, God will just use this book um, just in powerful ways with, with our, you know, fellow sisters in Christ. Yes, that is so important and so wonderful. And when my ministry takes conferences out to the local church for women's Mm -hmm. ministry, we hear the same thing. We hear women wanting to know that they're loved by God and and wanting to know that they're forgiven. And I think what's interesting is it's not always women who are angry with, you know, something that's happened or abuse that's taken place, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times Mm -hmm. women who are ashamed and can't forgive themselves for what they've done. So I think it's such such an encouraging, Mm -hmm. encouraging topic. You know, I mean, 
um, I think it's going to be really very powerful. So as a Bible study facilitator, Angela, I, I really think it's wonderful to see that you guys are offering so much encouragement to women about becoming facilitators. But I also know from experience that women tend to feel like, uh, you know, they, they have to have a PhD in Bible to be able to lead mm. other women. And we know that that's not true. So how do you guys partner with women to become facilitators in their own areas to lead your online Bible studies? I, you know, I, I agree with you. I feel like that is just such a lie. I mean, I know, you know, I've struggled with it myself. You know, I don't have a Bible degree. Um, but you know what? We don't need a Bible degree. You know, the disciples right. didn't have a Bible degree, That's and yet God, right. you know, obviously, you know, moves so powerfully in their lives. And so we really just try to encourage women. We feel like, you know, if, you know, our, basically our heart is we just want to get, you know, women locally, you know, reaching out to their friends, their friends, their family members, the women across the street, because truly the power is, um, you know, us gathering those that God has placed around us and getting them into His Word. And, you know, it, you know, the Bible is not, you know, it's not a hard book. And the Bible's, you know, God's living Word. And as we get into God's Word, He speaks to us and He teaches us and He trains us. And so our heart is not to have it be, you know, super complicated. Um, our heart is just to really come beside these women and encourage them and love on them and say, you know what, you don't have to have all the answers. God has the answers. Our whole thing is just to be faithful and encourage these women and love them and just get them in God's Word and have it be just a safe, loving environment for them. And, you know, we pray that, and I've heard testimonies of just, you know, women, you know, just being saved through our studies and the fact that they might not feel like they could go to church, but they, you know, they wonder about God and they wonder, you know, want to know more about His Word. And so they'll feel comfortable going to an online Bible study or they'll feel comfortable going to a Bible study in their friend's home. And so that's really really what we, you know, are trying to do is just, you know, make women, you know, feel loved, feel like it's okay, you know, just get in God's Word, and He speaks to us and teaches us and trains us, um, because we believe that, you know, one woman in God's Word affects a community in God's Word, and our prayer uh, through our, even our translations is that one woman, one community reaches one nation, and so we really believe that God will work, God, and we know God works powerfully um, through women's lives. So listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and we're talking with the fabulous Angela Parrott, and she is from Love God Greatly Ministries. And we'll be right back, because right now we're going to take a few minutes and listen to this encouraging song called Set the World on Fire. And it just talks about how this heart um, has an incredible inspiration to want to be an example. And the way that you and I are going to set the world on fire is by spending time with God in prayer and in His Word. So let's take a listen. I want to set the world on fire Until it's burning bright for you It's everything that I desire Can I be the one you Can I? 
Just tuning in, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and we're talking about digging deeper into God's Word with author Angela Parrott, who co-wrote Your Loved Bible Study. She delivers online Bible studies through her ministry, Love God Greatly, and created, well, actually, she's telling us that she uses the fabulous technique, SOAP, to study Scripture. So, Angela, as a leader of such an important nonprofit, do you ever deal with fears about how to keep up with ministry and how to remain relevant in today's ever-changing world. Oh, absolutely. I feel like, you know, ministry is just such a faith walk, and I feel like just over the years, I've just learned to really just surrender to the Lord. And, you know, surrendering isn't always easy, and it isn't always, you know, it can be quite painful sometimes, but um, I just feel like, you know, I just have to daily just, you know, just realize that this is not, and and I tell my women I work with, this is not my ministry, this is God's ministry. And just surrendering to what he has for it, um, and, uh, and you know, we, we do that in the ministry, we do that in our own lives, because I feel like so many times we have our own dreams and goals and kind of vision of what we think, you know, God's plan is, and then every now and then he comes along and kind of shakes it up a he little does. bit. So it, it definitely is just, just really just, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm just always just, you know, surrendering and just, um, you know, leaning into the Lord. What do you want? You know, what, you know, what is your vision? You know, how do you want to move? And, and the thing is, I've learned over the years, is he has just far greater plans than I could ever imagine. I mean, I never thought that he would move as powerfully um, through Love God Greatly as he has. I mean, especially just even with our translations and stuff. I mean, um, just even through the proceeds from You Are Loved, 
and took all my proceeds from that book and did an international um, intensive here in my home in Dallas, Texas this past September. So I had over uh, 20 women from around the world here in my home for a week that we just discipled and loved on. Um, and I never, that was never a dream. You know, I never, you know, thought that, you know, that would happen. And so it's amazing just to see what God does when we just surrender and, um, you know, just give, just give the reins to him. He, he's a pilot. I'm just a co-pilot kind of along for the ride. That's so great. And you know what I really believe, Angela? The thing that I love about you is I interview a lot of people and you have an incredibly sweet and humble spirit. And we know this about God, that he doesn't like for us to be prideful. I mean, it it just isn't who he is. He wants the glory and he deserves that. And I believe a thousand percent that the reason that God is blessing you so much is because you and your team really do have this great, you know, very authentic, humble spirit that, you know, you just admitted this is God's ministry. And I think that's so important for listeners out there today who, and and especially myself, who are running um, businesses, ministries, that when you give God the glory, when you give him the reins, you know, great things are going to happen. He says in Revelation 3, 7, he's the one that opens the doors and closes the doors. So we know that Mm -hmm. God will bless us when we're releasing to him. So Angela, give us one last thought today for women. I really want to encourage men and women who are listening to take time, to spend time to study God's mm. Word, to be in God's Word, because there's power in God's Word. When we're powered up, we are living our best life. So tell us what you think. Absolutely. You know, I think that's the most important thing. I feel like it's such a simple thing. Um, you know, we, we're always, as Christians, saying we need to be in God's Word, but we truly do. I mean, I feel like in my life, you know, the times when I haven't or when I've struggled, um, you know, I just don't, I don't live, like you said, I don't live my best life. I don't live with my, my perspective sometimes shifts. You know, I get focused on, you know, the fears. I get focused on the what ifs. I get, I get feeling that, you know, I have, you know, I have to control this and this is all in my hands. And if I don't do this and if I don't do that and, you know, and that's, and that's not right. And so, um, you know, I, it is, like I said, it's a daily battle of just, you know, are my focus, is my focus on the world or is my focus on the Lord and his word? And, you know, when I go to God's word, you know, I just, I really, really do pray for him just to open my eyes, um, you know, and just, you know, just asking him to, you know, help me see, Lord, you know, what you have for me, you know, help me, you know, see your word, um, you know, just come alive in my life. You know, sometimes I feel like I even just need that encouragement of just truly, you know, you know, speak to me, Lord, you know, from your word and just, you know, just bring it to life in my life. Um, it is, you know, it's just such a, just a, such a powerful thing that we need to be doing. And just not only just being in His Word, but meditating on it, memorizing it, just, you know, it, just filling our, our hearts and also just, um, you know, our minds. Because there is, like I said, just such a battle sometimes that we go through. It is. Um, it that is. we need his, his Word in us daily. Absolutely. Thank you for that incredible inspiration and encouragement. And thanks for being on the show today, Angela. And listeners, if you're just oh. tuning in, I want to encourage you to check out Angela's website. Angela, do you want to tell us that? It's Yes, you can find me at lovegodgreatly.com. And anything else you want us to know, tell us the name of your book that's coming out again. Yeah, so uh, our new book will be uh, You Are Forgiven, and you'll be able to find it on Amazon. And all proceeds from that will help us uh, raise money for another intensive where we can uh, just love on and train these, these women to go back out into their countries and get more women in God's Word. Super. Thanks so much. That was Angela Parrott from lovegodgreatly.com. You can check her out there and be sure to look into 
her Bible study blogs and, and the online studies that she has because it's an encouraging way for you to join other people and study God's Word. Thanks, Angela, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Listeners, today I can't encourage you enough that the only way for us to grow in this life is to continue to seek after God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and with all of our spirit. When we seek God, Scripture tells us we will find Him. We will learn at a deeper level how to become our best version of ourselves. Friends, you and I want to become our best versions, don't we? In order to do that, we must spend time reading God's Word and talking with Him, learning from Him. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to breathe fresh life into our hearts as we seek Him daily for answers, direction, and guidance. Let me pray with you. Dear Jesus, help us not to take for granted the freedom we have to read your word. Help us to desire to spend more time with you. Be with us, guide us, and direct us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes at Kathy Weckworth, Your Best. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best. Best.